Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another fun episode of The Feenstra Zoo. Uh, my name is Spencer, and today we are joined by Shalane. Shalane, say hi. Hello. We are very lucky to be joined by my darling wife. Um, today we just kind of want to talk about the importance of words. I definitely touched on it in my last episode, uh, last couple episodes, but words are powerful. They can build you up or they can tear you down. So I just kind of wanted to dive into that with Shalane today and uh, get a larger perspective. To kick things off, I want to start off strong. I want to talk about encouraging each other, what it means, what what it can do for you, and being on both sides of it, you know, being encouraged or encouraging others. Yeah, so to start off, I think it helps to, you know, kind of frame what I mean by encouragement. To encourage is literally defined as uh, to inspire with courage, spirit, or confidence, to stimulate by assistance or speaking with approval. Definitely something we need in a relationship. You know, we definitely want to build each other up, speaking approval into each other's lives. I guess I'm, I'm going to throw it off to you, Shalane, real quick here. What does it what does it mean to you to be encouraged by me? Way to put me on the spot. <laughs> I guess it comes down in my brain to just like the juvenile explanation of to build each other up. To speak words of encouragement to me means that you are the rah-rah cheerleader in, the, <laughs> in that person's corner. Yeah. <laughs> rah-rah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I mean, I'm on the same side there. Like, to, just to, to truly just everything I can to, to be built up or to build you up. When's the last time you felt really encouraged by me? daily you can you can edit out that hesitation there <laughs> that. um no daily and i think that that's a good thing because i think that daily people are in need of words of encouragement no matter who they are no matter what they're dealing with no matter anything people need words of encouragement to help build them up to help tackle hard things in their day for their overall mental health half the time <laughs> yeah. like no I'd, I'd agree with that there's actually a, a quote i pulled for this that i was gonna wait till later but it fits really well right here it's from a a psychologist julie x line i don't know if that's how you say her last name properly but 
Um, she said that encouragement can provide people with strength to look ahead, to move forward, and to reach for their next goal. The whole emotional tone of a tough situation can be transformed through encouragement. I just, I really like how that was put together by her. And of course, yes. she's a PhD, so she's a lot smarter than me. But it, it's just really simply put. Now, encouragement can for provide people with the strength to move forward, to do things. To, it can literally get you out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Now, that can be tough some days. <laughs> <laughs> We're parents. It's tough. <laughs> the smell of coffee doesn't always do it. <laughs> no, it, it's something like being encouraged, I don't know, from, from the... I'm going to speak for all men very boldly for a moment. It's something that, like, as a man, I fundamentally need in my life. Like, way back from, you know, formative years as a child, like a pat on my back from my dad or, or whatever, just be like, hey, you, way to go, you you did it. Like, it doesn't have to be some big achievement, like I graduated or anything like that, but it's like, Hey, you skipped that rock really well. Good job. Like it, it's, it's truly formative in in my brain. You know, can can you speak boldly for the women's perspective? Like, what does it mean? Like, what does it do the same thing for you? Is it formative? Like, a, something's connecting in your brain, or is it just a emotional stimulant? No, I think that that's a both a man and woman thing. You know, you're always looking. It's It comes across with approval, right? That mm. encouragement. Um, so I think that that's... It has no gender. <laughs> I think for anyone, they're constantly looking for some sort of approval slash encouragement. And we're craving for it from a young age. You know, we sit there and cheer our kids on as they take their first step. And I think, you know, they say their first words and that kind of thing. So it's almost imprinted. But we want that encouragement and we want that. Yeah, that encouragement. I think that's <laughs> really just the best word for it. But we want that. We want those cheerleaders. We want that encouragement in our corner as we do things, as we take on new things, as we learn, as we seek approval and grow i've got i've got a little note here it says encouragement will help us do things we might not ordinarily do i think that's i mean it's pretty straightforward but i kind of have a story that goes along with that back well back in the day it's probably a thursday <laughs> <laughs> I was, I think it was Milk River. There's this ridiculously high cliff that we used to go swimming in the river there. And I know two of my older brothers were there. I don't remember if all three of them were there, but I was basically terrified to jump off this cliff. And rightfully so, because you have to get pretty good distance out. But my brothers just kept pushing me and not like, physically pushing me but there's like no no you can do it you can jump far enough it's okay and it's just like imprinted in my brain my oldest brother like patted me on the back he's like no no you got this you can do it 
so I jumped off. I think it's like a fifty foot cliff into the river. Like it's it's stupid high. It's high enough to get hurt very easily. But it's like it's imprinted in my brain. So when I was like penciling um, notes for the show, it just like stuck in my brain. It's like no, no, like the slightest bit of encouragement can push you to do things. No, be it for good or bad. (laughs) I have almost the exact same story, except someone told me I couldn't do it, and I did it. So... Just had to prove someone wrong. Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) You know, besides cliff jumping, whether we should or shouldn't, have have you ever been pushed like that outside of, you know, doing a stunt? Like, I'm sure I have, but those are the stories that come to mind, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Don't climb that building, don't jump off that cliff, or you can do it, I believe in you. <laughs> it works both ways. It's all in your tone of voice. Yeah. And it's all for the nana nana boo-boos at the end. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> no, shockingly, there's a, a few verses in the Bible that talk about encouragement. Who would have guessed? Um, In the book of Proverbs, chapter 12, verse 25, it says, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but an encouraging word makes it glad. Now, take the word man out of there. I think that, again, goes beyond gender. I I like this verse mainly because you can literally speak anxiety out of someone and this is going to roll into a couple other points I've got here but Shirlane does this for me frequently I wouldn't say I'm a particularly like anxious person like by no means do I need to be medicated but we all have anxiety in our lives oh for sure you know over the past few years we've had you know all sorts of stories to share. Not all great. <laughs> you know, we go through ups and downs in life just like everyone else, but we've had some particular hard times with, uh, I lost my job not too long ago, and you know there was some, some real weight on my soul. And yeah, Shalane, you, your words literally spoke me out of that, that pit, that anxiety, that fear words of encouragement or words of affirmation something as simple as like no we're lucky to have you in our life you know you're doing a good job it's it can be really simple to build someone up would you care to share a story on that point well i'm not as filled with stories as you are but <laughs> I think, like, again, that goes both ways from the extreme to the not extreme, right? You know, it's, and that's why it's like, you encourage me daily, you know, when you're just speaking those words of encouragement, you know, it makes you want to just get that little bit extra done or finish up what you're doing or just change your attitude when you're dealing with you know, things that you don't want to be dealing with (laughs) or attitudes that you have no control over. So, you know, yes, it 
can go both ways and it doesn't necessarily, it can go from one extreme to the other, I guess is where my rambling is taking me from a huge cheerleader in your corner when things suck to just that pick me up, which is as good as an afternoon coffee in the middle of the day, (laughs) stuck at home with a bunch of kids under the age of seven. (laughs) So, and I have been told on many occasions that my positive attitude towards other people's dreary attitudes is not always appreciated. (laughs) So. What about on the flip side? Have you know, you don't have to be specific if I have, or have you ever been on the, the flip side where, you know, someone's words have shattered you, have, you know, torn you down where it's you know, not just a simple cup of coffee to pick me back up again? Honestly, I'm sure there is. But I have... I don't know if it's my personality or what, but I am the type of person who very, very, very does not dwell on the negative points in my life. That's good. (laughs) I, like I said, like, I don't know whether or not it's my personality or whether or not, like, what, but I'm sure that that has happened, but it does not spark, like, this big story that's fair i'm not that type of person (laughs) (laughs) i had a coach once um a basketball coach tell me that i was too short too skinny too you know etc etc oh so this is you back in junior high um senior high yeah (laughs) (laughs) too short too skinny not enough muscle mass could never play um on a competitive level of the game for reference in high school i was like what five three and a hundred pounds if i was lucky so she probably had a point but at that point i wanted nothing more than to play basketball i was watching the nba every night i was studying game tape on my own time i wanted to play but i was tiny and i'm not going to say i you know challenged that to the point where I became an incredible player but you know I dropped out of high school ball for a season I didn't didn't want to be anywhere around it but even when I wasn't in there like on the court playing for my school I was you know playing schoolyard basketball and practicing and honing my skill even though I was tiny I forced myself to to prove her wrong, much like you're jumping off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't play in grade 10. But grade 11, I came back and I played and I pushed myself. I ended up with a 38-inch vertical. And, you know, I ended up being under six foot, well under six foot, and could dunk a basketball in grade 11. And then you grew up, so it was and, like a prize. And then I hit grade 12 and I grew a foot. <laughs> so, happy endings. <laughs> no, but I did end up proving her wrong. And you know, But for an entire season, I didn't play competitive ball because of it. It broke me. I, in the moment, I walked away and I went home and I cried because I wasn't even given the opportunity to try out for my team. Well, and that's the thing is like, 
she could have encouraged you to be she could have spoke words of encouragement to make you prove yourself or to make you be better versus the being torn down and rising up way yeah now we've used the term words of affirmation a few times here and i do have it written down what the actual definition is and i think it might be useful so i'm just going to lay it out here words of affirmation are words that communicate your love your appreciation and your respect for another person so it's much like encouragement it's along the same tones but it has a lot more of a relational aspect to it which is why it's a love language exactly i know for myself it's a a major love language for me um taking tests and you know out of personal experience i know that it is a big one for me big one for us both mm-hmm which is why I make a point of encouraging you and, you know, using words of affirmation daily, because I know it is big for both of us. Perfectly rolls into another verse I've got written on the page here. Romans 14 uh, verses 19 and 20. So let us agree to use all our energy in getting along with each other and helping each other with encouraging words. So just like you said about my coach, like she could have and should have used her position to encourage and build me up and not just myself i know i wasn't the only person who she told no to for tryouts but there's you know that this is what we're supposed to do we're called to do it to build each other up use all our energy in getting along with each other you know speaking of affirmations i have another note here um, I'm just going to go through this list and you know, if something jumps out at you, babe, just stop me and we can talk about it for a minute. Um, there's seven affirmations in life and actually it's not a biblical foundation, but it does share a lot of tones here. So the seven affirmations of life. Uh, number one, I am enough. Uh, number two, I believe in my dreams, myself and all that I am. Number three, I love myself for who I am. Number four, I create my own happiness. Number five, my life is filled with an abundance of goodness. Number six, my challenges are actually opportunities. Number seven, I am beautiful just the way I am. This is in several, several, several self-help books and, and different, different places. I found this all over the internet. I found it in PhD uh, papers, and I've found it in, you know, I'm sure I can find every one of these in a window sticker on some mom's vehicle. (laughs) I just thought it was important to put in here right after we talk about words of affirmation, simply because these things are good to not just to speak to other people, but to yourself. I know I've found myself muttering some of these things to myself just to get me through a rough day at work. Yep. Yeah, it's it's number one for me that I'm enough. I'm constantly in my own head about some about that in particular. I'm not I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not providing enough. And it, it's largely you that speaks that away from me. Speaks that out of my life. Well, I believe that your spouse or your significant other, though, should be your biggest cheerleader and should be the one 
speaking the most or the biggest encouragement into your day? Oh, for sure. I don't think it needs to be like a, I wake up in the morning and I have my wife standing at the foot of my bed with pom-poms going, way to go, you're the best. No, I'd but... rather kick you out of bed, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't get encouragement until at least after the first cup of coffee. It's <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> but But you're right, like, I should be your biggest cheerleader and if I'm doing my job right, and I hope that I am, <laughs> I am your biggest cheerleader. I find, uh, I mean, no one knows me better, right? I'm the one who knows you best as well. <laughs> but there, there's nobody else in my life who knows my my self doubt talk better than you. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows the crevices that those encouragements need to be spoken into? Yeah. Like I said before, like words hurt, they leave scars. Like the the things that I'm in my head about are likely something that I've heard from someone else in my life, mm-hmm. whether they knew it or not. So you you see my scars. You've seen the nitty gritty, the worst parts of me. So you know where to speak these things into you. Like, you know, you're, you're home all day with the kids. I know that you work much harder than I do and for far less recognition. So it's my job as your cheerleader to give you that recognition, give you that encouragement that, you know, child rearing is hard work and you're killing it. Our kids are, as a whole, they're fantastic. <laughs> Usually. (laughs) I'm nodding and smiling. (laughs) No, they are. They are. And that's largely due to what you pour into them every day. Because you are the one who's around. You know, our kids are homeschooled. We've talked about this in the past on the podcast. Wrapping up grade one. Wrapping up grade one. (laughs) Got one more week left and I'm on summer holidays. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So like you have the most influence on our children's life right now so it is a thankless job unless someone your husband does that encouraging oh it's true and it's uh been needed a lot lately (laughs) (laughs) final weeks of anyone's school year are tough uh it's been good. I don't know what this whole testing new boundaries has been lately, but I have never had so many things that my children know they shouldn't be drawing on, drawn on in the last <laughs> few days. Yeah. We need more art classes, apparently. We need more art classes. <laughs> but, like, bringing it back to the point here, it... Hey, all my points matter. <laughs> It's your spouse's job to encourage what needs to be encouraged. You know the lies in my life, and I know the lies in your life. And when you know your spouse intimately like that, you know what they need to hear to tune those out of your life. Uh Now, from, again, boldly speaking, the male perspective here, 
the feelings of inadequacy in my life are a major lie that needs to be spoken out and you see it in every cliche romantic comedy everything like the the guy needs to be encouraged and the girl needs to feel beautiful or whatever like it's that the partner always ends up speaking the right line right at the end of the movie to some sappy show tune and they all live happily ever after exactly but in the real world then they wake up and the next day happens and they need it all over again yeah i know you're not as strong with the stories but i'm going to ask you once again do you have something in your life that you know could speak to that point i don't know i think like my i am lucky to have had such big cheerleaders in my life from being the only person in my family who's in, who enjoys horses and bringing, you know, 2,000 pound animals onto the property that no one else wants to go near to being driven two and a half hours every day to complete lifeguarding training because the pool close to us was closed. Just like those little things that just you realize even more so as you get older just that encouragement from the people around you of oh you want to do that okay let's do that like do that and do it to the best of your possible ability and i have also was super blessed with having such a great friend group who 89 percent of them i am still in a good friend group with now so just having that is so important and I think maybe that's why those good things just outweigh the bad things and it's so much easier just to be like no part of it is probably my personality though but it's so much easier just to be positive and to just look at how encouraging my life has been and maybe that's why I am such a positive and encouraging person in my genetics is it's just kind of how I was raised. So yes, there's many stories, but it's like as I have grown up and been more encouraging into other people's lives that I realized that it's like my, I was constantly encouraged. Yeah. Very, very lucky. I mean, I'm much the same. I do have a lot of people in my life that have built me up for years. Now, my friend circle has far diminished. Not that I had a huge friend circle back in the day either, but we all spread out all over North America and lost touch because guys suck at keeping in connection with each other and whatever. But, uh, yeah, like I have had many, many people in my life, um, mentors, parents, friends, a lot of friends parents who've built me up over the years but yeah I I would agree that it's largely your personality that just tunes out um, the negativity in your life which thank goodness for that that's amazing another my final point here in my notes at least is uh, knowing your love languages because it's not just um it's not just words of encouragement or affirmation that 
help build you up like this, but that's what I wanted to focus on today, at least, was that the words part. But knowing that it's a, a more of a holistic circle that will will help build you up in your relationship, that will help keep a foundation that you can just continuously pour positive words into each other. It comes back down to just communication too, right? Yeah. We've always said that communication is so big and so important. Absolutely. No, we're, we're lucky we have almost two decades of communication practice with each other at this point. <laughs> but now coming up to eight years of marriage and what like a hundred years of friendship <laughs> i don't even know anymore <laughs> i don't know i usually pick like a random number around i don't know 17 18 but that might just because that number sounds good <laughs> mm, fair enough no known you since i was what nine no i was a little bit older we were like 12 <laughs> and 12 13 so like practically 29 years whatever so <laughs> yeah so like for me if that's the case like 12 to 32 is 20 years yep so we we've had a long time to learn how to talk to each other which is a gift that i cherish and i never take for granted because it's an amazing amazing foundation piece for our relationship but by that doing so i have distinct actually i have distinct memories of figuring out proper forms of communication when we first got married yeah because it was a total dynamic shift just the dynamic shift and the realizing that you don't realize sometimes how like that you've gone too far or just how certain words can be triggered oh yeah or triggers i guess is probably a better way to say it um, yeah, there, there's certain words that I just can't use. And they're not necessarily bad words, but they just hold weight in my life. I will always remember. I don't remember exactly when it was. And I can't be like, you know, it was our first fight because like we don't have those milestones in our relationship. At least to the extent that a lot of other people do, yeah. and that yeah, a lot of people do. But I will always remember you being like, "It is like ten times worse when you talk to me and like make even if it's as innocent enough, but I bring your intellect into it." Yeah. So even just sleight of hand comments, like, "Don't be dumb." I've always now, like, it's, like, branded in my brain to, like, I'm sure I've slipped up over the past eight years, oh, but it's, like, branded in my brain to be, like, to find a different word other than that, like, because I'm not meaning it as You're not something to as bring you down. My... It's a, as innocent of enough as just, like, a half-dig jest <laughs> kind of a quote, but I will always, like, that is one of those things. Yeah. It like that like That's we've been talking about for a half hour here, you know, it's just the power of one word. Yeah. Can take that, you know, bit of a joke just too far or 
don't use this while we're fighting because it's going to make it way worse for me because I'm going to go from not seeing the issue to just being torn down. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the perfect example, babe. Like that is exactly what I, I wanted to talk about. Like it, it's just the power of a single word. It doesn't matter if it's in context, out of context. Like that is one thing that has held weight in my life for years and years and years and years and years. Like, and I I remember very distinctly where it all started for me. I had another teacher in life who would berate me by calling me stupid. I'm not stupid. I know I'm not stupid. I have a piece of paper on my wall that proves I'm not stupid. But it's the scar from grade grade school when it started. The same teacher all through... I. I went to a very small school. It was kindergarten through grade 12. I saw this teacher until the day I graduated. And it just is like a brand on my hand. Yeah. That. And so before you said that, I was like, I'm pretty sure actually it wasn't dumb. I'm pretty sure that it was, I had jestfully used the word stupid. Yeah. And then you told that story and I was like, yeah, that's exactly what that was. Yeah. It's the word stupid for me, but I mean, it's the connotation around all of it. I, it's a tough spot for me being like having my intellect questioned because I know that I'm not stupid but it's a scar yeah just before we wrap things up here I'm going to put Shalane on the spot one more time and ask is there anything else in this topic she wants to bring up to learn to be creative with your communication or encouragement from a relational point of view, you know, it is, I think that that's like, we've talked about our challenge of our, was it 32 ways to, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's piece. love and encourage is the title of the book. I'm pretty sure it's 32 ways to creatively love and encourage. It might just it's be within love. our reach. Give me one sec. Um, but from a relational point of view, words are great but if you're being told the same mantra every day it kind of loses see i was right it loses its potency and i'm not saying you need to like necessarily be creative and out of the box and make it difficult or have to really put so much extra thought into encouraging your spouse. But if Spencer told me the exact same thing in the exact same way every day, it would only be encouraging for so long. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything. You're If you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, it, you, your wording there is perfect. Its potency diminishes, you know take that from drug use to <laughs> just saying you know repetitively saying i love you i was just gonna say it comes down to even just like i love you if you were to only say i love you and not show it or whatever it wouldn't have the same effect yeah 
So, you know, relationally, it doesn't even have to be relationally, from any type of relationally, not just husband and wife or partners in any way, but just that creative or those different things or changing the topic of what your encouragement is about. I don't know. I, I never think long and hard about encouraging you. It's always what I feel you need in that moment. Yeah, I mean, it, it, let's throw this back to 10 minutes ago where I said just knowing, knowing your love languages mm-hmm. so you can apply this more as a holistic thing. You know, if I, like you said, if I just say nothing but I love you, I love you, I love you, it's, it's, it's not going to mean the same thing the first time as it does the millionth time in a half hour stint. Yeah. You're probably just going to get annoyed with me and tell me to go away. But saying I love you and then take this real simply. If I go and do the dishes for you without asking while you're like, even if you're busy tidying up a different spot in the house, you know, that's mild, super simple act of service will show that I love you on top of just saying I love you. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Then I'm going to question what you did wrong because you did the dishes and you never do the dishes. (laughs) Makes me sound terrible, but we have a deal. I don't like doing the dishes. She doesn't make the bed ever. (laughs) That's the deal. I make the bed. She does the dishes. It's. (laughs) This is true. And he has done the dishes before. And she has made the bed before. But... Circumstances. And far between. <laughs> Circumstances. Or I just want something. Like to ignore her for the rest of the night to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the point being though is like, yes. Yes, the point being is that there are creative ways to encourage that don't mean that you need to go out of your way or rent a skywriter or anything like this just change up a few of those words or change up what you're encouraging that day yeah, so it, it doesn't lose its potency yeah it doesn't have to be elaborate by, but by all means go big every once in a while if you've got the means and you've got the the drive and and that's gonna mean something to your partner by all means go big rent a skywriter <laughs> But for most of us, it doesn't have to be that way. Just something as simple as sneaking a box of cookies onto my desk and saying, enjoy. You know, it costs a dollar for this box of cookies. and It's the best that made me smile so big. Yeah, it doesn't have to be those exact words. No, and sometimes it doesn't have to be words at all. I mean, come sit together, you know, rub your wife's feet or husband's feet, whatever. Just sit, watch your wife's favorite show with her, even if you really don't like Big Brother, you know. (laughs) Just come together and just sit together. You know, if she's reading a book, just 
wait till she's done reading and then ask her what that book's about. <laughs> you know, it just, it doesn't have to be outright saying, I love you, but inquiring into your partner's day, showing intentionality in wanting to know what they do during the day, that says I love you. Well, that's even encouragement past I love you. You know, that's I, I want to be involved. I want to know. I want... Like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be lumped in just with I love you either. Yeah, and that, this goes beyond husband and wife as well. This is friendship this in is general. This is friendship, yeah. Like... Right? I want to know what you're... As my friend, I want to know what's going on in your life. I want to know where I can speak encouragement into you. I want to know where I can support you. I want to know where I can cheer you on. I want to know those times and those nonchalant conversations sometimes are the best way of encouraging someone. 100%. 100% agree with that. I think that's uh I think that's where we're going to leave the show for for this week. Uh, before I sign off here, just want to say go check out the guys over at the Podbelly Network. They've got a ton of fantastic shows that you know you might not find anywhere else. You might find something you really love there that you wouldn't have thought you liked. And of course, you can always find the Feenster Zoo there as well. And I wouldn't bring it up again if it wasn't super important, but please go share the Feenster Zoo Wherever you find your social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're all over. Share us with a friend, and if you've got the time, leave a rating or review wherever you listen to the podcast. It really does help us out a ton, and it helps get the Feenster Zoo in more ears. So please, if you've got the time, do that for me. It'd be amazing. But for this week, guys, God bless. Have a fantastic week.